Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest reacting to the Toronto Raptors 117-112 to win against the San Antonio Spurs Riker and obviously we're looking at the chat super early. Some people are super excited to see the Raptors obviously get a win. We're all Raptors fans here but a lot of people are saying this was a necessary loss on the quest to the tank. Riker, what are your initial thoughts on this W for the Toronto Raptors? And let me toss it back to you. What are they doing? What are they trying to win for? This would have been the perfect tanking game. They were up by 10. 52 seconds left. The game comes down to three, right? The, we could have had Pascal Siakam somehow lose this game again for the Toronto Raptors, but instead they they kept the Spurs at bay, Ben. What's going on here? Are they trying to make the play in? Does Ken Birch have them inspired to hit that 10th seed? Well, this is the question, right? And we have a lot of stuff to talk about in this game because there was a lot of positives, right? As you mentioned, it would have been the perfect tanking game if everyone played well and we lost. But the way this team looked, it did look different, right? It was a season-high 53 rebounds for the Toronto Raptors, and that's been the big issue with this team, being able to stop people down low, Right, go on those runs, especially at the end of games, and not foul. Right, the Raptors didn't really foul that much in this game because they had a big man down low, and they just look like a proper basketball team out there today. They ran some bigger lineups. The the two big Montrealers or Quebecers in the front court. They're running lineups with Birch, Boucher, and Siakam. That's a long, athletic lineup right there, and it's completely different than what the Toronto Raptors are running all year. So. You know, I'm playing the animation, you know, the kazoos. We've been on the kazoo wagon with everything happening, you know, this year, everything, injuries, and the Raptors just being completely out of playoff contention right now. But, Riker, I don't know if we're going to be much worse. I think we're going to win some games now that we have a proper center. Uh-oh, I'm seeing a super chat, Ben. Peasant plays. He's an OG. Big body, hashtag big body birch to go alongside of who you dubbed hashtag Girthy Gillespie. <laughs> Girthy Gillespie. Can't, can't linger on that one too much. Oh. But then this large ball, this big ball lineup was the difference maker. It had to be in this game. It had to be. I've been criticizing, chastising the small ball backcourt playing two point guards in tandem for it seems like two full seasons now, even though the Raptors had a championship and they ran Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet at the one and two, I still just thought that this team would have more potential if they went bigger. And sure enough, in this game, Ben, Birch, I, I, there's so many things that I want to save for the, the, the segments, Ben, because I, I was just impressed by things that happened and 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 it hasn't been often in in the last couple of games that we can look at the center spot the four spot the five spot and say wow that was great but i'm going to spoil one in advance and we were worried that kem birch would come in and just replace aaron baines 5.5 points per game and five rebounds per game with his own 5.5 points per game and rebounds per game that was basically a stat line in orlando well i'll tell you what when he hit his eighth point of this one he finished with, I don't even know how many tonight, 14. When he hit his eighth, I said, that's not a 5.5 per game guy. He might be able to do it consistently. He had touch around the rim. He sprinted on fast break opportunities. He looked good out there. He swatted a couple shots. He had two blocks tonight. Ben, I think you might actually be right. With him inserted in that starting lineup, they might start winning some games. Yeah, and we have another super chat from Yash Sira Stava. 
Serva, Stava, Suicide Squad Raptors winning is such an L. Tank season, you know, I... We're going to talk a lot about the, the debate between the tank and actually going for it, but the Raptors definitely look better with the the centers as we brought up. And we have another one from Gamer Boy Devin. The lineups with Stanley made me cringe. Yeah, we're going to talk about the bench, talk about the things if we do go for trying to win, right? What things need to look for. But shout out to both of you guys for uh, hitting us with those super chats. But Riker, we threw it in the title. We threw it and people are asking about Baines as well. We'll, we'll dive into all that. But we threw it in the thumbnail, Riker. You are not on the Flynn sanity bandwagon. You're not all about that hype. You're not. A, you're not about the nickname. And uh, he has really gone off as of late. And in this one, he he did still struggle. I guess this is one of his worser games after being inserted into the starting lineup in terms of hitting threes consistently throughout. Right, his his shots weren't going in that well. Uh, that much. Four fifteen from the field. But down the stretch. When the Raptors really wanted to close out this game, break off from the San Antonio Spurs, he had a really nice dump-off pass to Kem Birch in the lane. He hit a three, hit floaters, was making the right plays, hit some clutch free throws. Riker, I'm all in on Flynn Sanity. I don't know about you. What are your... What no, are your no, no, Ben. Let me... There's some new super chats. Before we even get into that, I want to say... Yeah. It. Oh, you have something to... I just played that Mason. To. Shout out Arco. Birch and Gillespie are good. Enough said. Definitely agree. We're going to win more games with Birch. Sorry to... But not enough said, because they are going to, spoiler alert, heavily feature in my part of the segments, in every single segment. So, Arco, not enough said. Save that thought. And then, Siavash G, wow, I butchered that one. Our new players need some playoff experience, so I'm assuming he is officially not part of tank season, and this is a perfect way to bring it back to, I'm assuming he means Flynn... People have been dubbing him Flynn Sanity. I've said the accolades and the accomplishments that you need to have in order to get the that Sanity, whatever your name is, Sanity title. But Ben, we can call him, I'm comfortable with this na- nickname, Fourth Quarter Flynn, because this guy, he struggles, like you said, all game long. Then he comes out, he hits critical threes, right? Momentum swinging threes. He's out there. He's. A, I, I still think his court vision could improve a little bit because when he gets in the lane he seems to turn his back to the basket and just not see the court but he is fantastic at keeping his dribble and his pick and roll offense with Ken Birch tonight was fantastic in the fourth quarter and then that crazy shot that he hit over Patty Mills I don't know if you saw that one he turned he double clutched he faded made that fourth quarter Flynn he was looking pretty sweet out there yeah that's for sure and against the Atlanta Hawks yesterday we didn't get the win in that one but he was hitting barrage of threes. I think he hit five straight threes in that game. So Flynn is is a guy we were super excited about him to start off the year. Obviously didn't get that much run as Fred and Lowry are surely getting minutes. And Matt Thomas and Terrence Davis, they seem to be ahead of him in the rotation as well early on because they were guys that were here last year, played well in spurts. So he didn't get that much run at the start of the year, then got spot minutes, struggled a little bit, then got sent down to the G League, was really didn't have an opportunity to to grow as a as a player the g league he didn't even get that much time down there because the he was called up again and still didn't play that much in the big league so this is his real really first shot at playing through some mistakes and then getting his confidence going and i really like what i've seen from him even in games where he's not shooting the ball at the highest of level his basketball iq is clearly there his the way he orchestrates the pick and roll tells Birch and these guys where to be, throws them those dimes, Gillespie, Gillespie, 
he, he's gotten some opportunities there. So I, I'm I'm high on Malachi Flynn and Riker. You know, the question is with Lowry, will he stay? Will he go? What will happen there? But are you confident with Malachi Flynn? I don't know if everyone would have been at the, the start of this season, but we've seen from him earlier in the year. But are you confident on a winning team that he can be a solid backup point guard? He hasn't thrived in his backup role, Ben. So that remains to be seen. What we are seeing is that he is gaining a lot of confidence being part of that starting lineup. I'll leave it there, right? He's had a good stretch of basketball. He's been inconsistent, but because Lowry's out, Van Vliet's out, he's going to get this this run, and that's what his father's been calling for. That's what he's wanted, and now he's making the most of it. So I I, I like him. Everybody, if you go through, they're saying fourth quarter Flynn, uh, Flynn to win, new Flynn York. That one doesn't make any sense. Flynn time. Everybody's really high on Flynn. Peasant plays. He's back in the super chat section saying Utah. Oh, ben. Watanabe, is that correct? Yeah. Watanabe equals three-point assassin. Then right underneath Matt Roa, did Utah replace Matt? Assuming Matt Thomas, who obviously got shipped to Utah, Utah Jazz for a second-round pick. He's been looking nice. (laughs) The Utah. So here's the thing. He has the frame, the size of a guy like Kevin Durant. Obviously, not. I'm not comparing him skill-wise, but he has that long body where if he can shoot the three and at least be a presence in the paint, then he could find himself a role. So I agree with what he's saying. Well, I just like that. Oh, go ahead. Riker, you're not comparing him to Kevin Durant, but I am. If Utah Watanabe is hitting threes like he was tonight, obviously a bit of jokes, but 11 points, four rebounds, one assist. He's a hustler. He's a guy that we've questioned his offensive prowess at times because he has been inconsistent from outside. He, he looks hesitant going into the lane when there's people around and stuff, but he looked aggressive. In recent games, he's been dunking on people. He's been extracted from the like section where, uh, where Anthony Edwards sent him there to be banished for at least a month. He's been extracted from there, and now he's trying to dunk on guys. He's hitting threes. I'm comparing him to Kevin Durant. Obviously not, but... And speaking of like section, could we get a like spike when you're done? (laughs) You're the chanter. (laughs) Like spike, like spike, like spike. What are we at? What are we at here? We're only at 31, Ben. You were saying we need to start pushing for 450 per video, but we don't even have that many in the (laughs) lobby here tonight. People aren't as excited about tonight's game as we are, it seems. Well, we have 285 people in here now. I can see that set. Hop in the like section. We're also on the road to 20k subscribers. Hopefully if we get the gym time. Even if we don't, we might just have to film it somewhere. A little hype video for our one-on-one game, Riker. It's going to be uh, gonna be fun when we get to 20k subscribers. So definitely get there. But I don't know. Utah, the, the guys, there's a lot of people that played well tonight. And who do you want to talk about first? Because we haven't even really dove into the starters outside of Malachi Flynn. OG and I want to... Yeah. I want to talk about somebody over on the San Antonio Spurs because before we get into the segments I just want to I just want to say DeMar DeRozan he exists I've bashed on him for a long time I think I I took away some of the credit that he's due for making this a consistent 50 win team now we're what eight nine games below 500 you can imagine having having a DeMar DeRozan that gets 11 assists in a game you put them on a team like this, not have to trade anybody for it. This is unrealistic. I'm not saying that this should happen. But if you just put the Murder Rosen on today's Toronto Raptors, 
right? There'd be no, there'd be no doubting him and his abilities, right? A guy who can facilitate, who can score. I just miss him. I was getting nostalgic watching this game, Ben. Yeah, it's uh, Demar is a goat for the Toronto Raptors. You'd love to see him, and we'll probably get on some rants to get some questions about Demar Derozan in the the final alarm segment where we can really go on, make some takes about him potentially coming back. But we have another super chat from the GOAT, Chris Chetley, saying, what's your take on Anthony Edwards not knowing who A-Rod is? And Do you know who A-Rod is? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> this has been, I, I can't remember what the sport was, but you have famously not known other sports. I'll give you one guess. What sport is A-Rod no, from? I know he's baseball. I give him a little okay. Google when I didn't know who he was when Anthony <laughs> Edwards did. But uh, he's, a, he's a Yankees legend, is he? Yeah, I think he's dating Jennifer Lopez or something like that. There you go. There you go. We're pulling it far tangent. This is getting into post-segment stuff. So, Ben, let's just finish off by saying that Pascal Siakam, he had... Pretty good night tonight, I guess you could say. 35% from the field, though. Kem Birch, again, looked great out there. And same thing with Freddie Gillespie. Didn't get as many minutes, but did fantastic time with his minutes. Had one crazy block as well on somebody. I think I'm going to bring that up in the segments. OG, let me get your let me get your take on this. He didn't look that good to me. Eye test. It looked like his layup attempts were sloppy. He was getting turnovers every time he drive to the lane. His ball handling didn't look too crisp. Then you look at the box score, shot 50% from the field, 57% from three. He had the most points on the team. He was being guarded by shooting guards the whole game. This is the first time I think he's ever started at the two position in his NBA career. How do you feel? Do you do you agree with me that the eye test, he didn't look that good? Or do you feel like he actually played the same way that his box score would appear? I thought in the first half, especially, he, he struggled. And I we have a lot to save for the segments. We're really hyping these up now. I got a few things saved for the segments of OG as well. But I thought in the second half, things really came together for him more. Because like, you're following the box where he did have a lot of buckets in this game throughout. and I But I agree, especially in the first half, he was pretty sloppy with that style. But I do like that he's getting more shots. 14 shots from OG is a lot, considering what he's usually been getting, especially when Norman Powell's around. Now, I know... When Trent's back in the lineup, Lowry, Fred, then those shots will go down. But I'm excited to see OG play more of his actual position. Because regardless of the offensive end, because I thought that was up and down. And overall, it was great. But the defense is always at another level with OG. And DeMar DeRozan, obviously, we Raptors goat. He's been playing remarkable this season. 6 of 11 from the field, but really didn't get that many shots off. He did get the best of OG a couple times, but OG really held his own against the the Spurs sort of drivers that they have. I don't know. We're better with OG in the lineup. I think a huge part of the record we have right now is that OG missed half the season. Yeah. He's just not, to me, he's not the second or third option. He's the corner three guy. He's the guy that you actually should feed the ball to him in the low post. It's nice to get him involved with touches, but if you're looking him to at him to be the offensive creator, I still think he's a year or two away from that role. And again, it's tough criticism for a guy who shot 50% from the field. It just eye test. It didn't look like his ball handling was all there, especially playing at that two position. But again, he's never been guarded by the twos really before, and he's usually playing at that four spot. So... Yeah, this is something Didn't look horrible. I'm excited to see. But Riker, we've been saving a lot for these uh, segments, so let's swing it into the spicy pile of the day. Right now, I'm grabbing that hot sauce in the background. The animation's still playing, but there's a lot of things we could potentially take away from this. But before we do, 
you guys already know. Spicy Pele of the Day, it's brought to you by Tiger's Milk, uh, Tiger's Milk Hot Sauce. It's This is the Roja Jungle Spice. Trying to get that played right there. Use promo code WeTheNorth. The animation still says 20% off, but we've amped it up. The guys over, you know, selling the hot sauce, they've amped it up even more. 50% off your order if you use the promo code WeTheNorth at ShopTigersMilk.com, right? Quality hot sauce. The peppers are picked from Peru, bottled in Toronto. So, Riker, are you taking a dab this pot or... That was an enthusiastic delivery, Ben. I will admit, what is it called? TMI, too much information. Me and the bathroom have become good acquaintances today. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta save that stomach. That's all I'll say about that. But Ben, it's spicy in this hot sauce bottle, just like it was spicy when Freddie Gillespie blocked. Patrick Mills, Patty Mills, to start the fourth and saved the ball out of bounds, went onto the fast break. Paul Watson hit a three, and I wanted to use it as I, I spoiled it a little bit earlier, but I wanted to use blocks as a more overarching theme of the spicy Pele because Ken Birch had two blocks tonight as well. When do we see blocks from the five spot, except for Boucher when he plays up to the unnatural five? Never. This is a treat tonight, Ben. Big treat. Girthy Gillespie, Kem Birch, the Montreal, the the towers from Montreal, Les Immubilis. I don't know, that's a, that's a bad way to say the building in French. I'm a good reader of French, not speaker, but... <laughs> you know, we're rocking out the spicy filet of the day. I don't know, shout out, shout out the hot sauce. I want to wanna bring this up. You know, Roja Jungle Spice, this is the, the stuff I've been rocking. You know, definitely get get it on the website. We'll post you on IG, right? Get that hot sauce cooking. But uh, not all plays can be the spicy pilaf of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh." I've already given mine. You're you're taking my thunder away, and you're just pretending I didn't say it. You you brought up the blocks of the spicy pilaf. Am I tripping? Oh right, the OG. <laughs> it's because you brought the hot sauce again, so I associated OGs with being the spicy pilaf. Run it back, Ben. Run it back. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we got the OG's plays of the day here, and we have a lot locked up for this one. The first one's obviously going to OG. We alluded to it earlier. There was a point in this game where he just straight up gave the ball to DeMar DeRozan. He just, like, DeMar DeRozan's in front of him, passed it there. That was early in the first half. You know, you're thinking, okay, the, the guys are trying to get the tank going. We're, the, we're playing a bit too well. We're gonna just going to pass it to DeMar a couple times. And then at the very end of this one, Riker, I wanted to get... Next next video, I'm going to try and have this animation made because I think there's a little conspiracy that could be uh, made for... C-word. <laughs> a little C-word because Chris Boucher in the, the fourth quarter, for all of Malachi Flynn's heroics and the attempts that he made to, to win these games, Boucher looked as if he was trying to sacrifice this game on purpose. It sounded like Masai Ujiri had a little, little earbud into Boucher. So, okay, throw the ball out of bounds right now. Okay, drop that pass. All right, foul him on a three-point shot. Do that. <laughs> was Boucher trying to tank the Raptors? Was Boucher playing the kazoos at the end of this one, right here? Ben, if you're tossing out a C-word, then we cannot answer them, or else I think that the, the higher-ups of YouTube will come a-knocking. There was, in the meantime, I didn't miss you, Arco. There was a super chat oh, yes. that, we, yes. that we did glance over. This team looks very exciting for next year and ben i agree with your ogs my ogs tonight 
was Birch, I said at the beginning, scoring his eighth point. Because if you're a 5.5 per game average, that means you're probably scoring between five and six points back and forth. When you hit that eight, you're up into a new average territory. And he finished with 14, Ben. And he finished around the rim with nice touches. He finished with dunks. He ran the fast break. There was one that he was the first person up the court. He got by somebody to finish a fast break with a dunk. I loved what I saw. Yeah. Birch, he's been nice, and I threw it in the thumbnail in the last game. He's shooting as well. I didn't realize he had a decent jumper on him. He had some middies in this game, but in the last one, took two threes, made one of them 50% from three. Didn't attempt any tonight. But if he's a guy that's that big, that mobile, a rebounder, a shot blocker, he's a guy that I want on this team going forward. He seems like he's excited to actually play with the Toronto Raptors in Canada, so... Hopefully, Ken Birch is a guy we keep around for, for a long time. And just want to give a little little shout-out, a little bit of love, because he's gotten a lot of hate. To Aaron Baines, from this chat, from uh, from everyone, you know, he's playing his role. He's high-fiving people. He's energized, right? And the Aaron Baines fan club, they've been bringing up how the Raptors usually lose when Aaron Baines doesn't play. But uh, the Raptors did get a win with him on the bench tonight. But just want to give a little shout-out to Aaron Baines. Somebody, Ronnie Penn, keeps saying Baines got waived already. I don't know if that's facts. Let us know. Let us know if he actually legitimately got waived because two DNPs, we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if he got waived. And not to say I want him to, but no but. Not but like I want him to. I'm just saying if it happens, it happens. I wouldn't be surprised. There is. Let's take the awkwardness out of this. Another super chat. We have another super chat. Yep. From mm-hmm. Peasant Place. Peasant Place has been rocking out in these super chats. Shout out there. But Boucher was trying to do us a favor, and that's for sure. Whether it's a favor or not, we might have to right here. School's dying down for me a little bit now. We might have to break out some more segments. The divide amongst Raptors fans, whether to tank or whether to win. I don't know. We're still on the tank wagon, but we think with this center, new center lineup, it might be tougher, so maybe just go for the tenth seed in the in the play in tournament. We'll, we'll, we'll be debating that on many of podcasts, but Riker, the, finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damare Carroll Gold Star Award, and I don't know, there's there's not many guys you could give it to. It seemed like everyone that came out there played well. Stanley Johnson, he got a, a roast in early Super Chat in this one. Looks like you have one in mind. There is somebody you can give it to. You can give it to one OG Ananobi for putting Damar on a oh. poster, Ben. For putting Raptors legend, who was already done dirty in a trade that blindsided him, that stabbed him in the back. And again, in his back, he was turned away from the basket, from the play, and OG just came out of here. Innocent victim. Dunked all over him. Didn't even dap him up after. Didn't slap him on the butt. Just ran away. Didn't even look back. It was ferocious. I, I Poor DeMar. Poor DeMar. That's getting my gold star tonight, Ben. Honestly, I wanted to bring this up uh, maybe in the OGs. This was also another OGs. Then we had the Boucher at the end. But tomorrow, DeRozan almost tried to end Girthy Gillespie's career. Girthy Gillespie, whatever it is, at, at one point. Came down, really tried to do another one of those Boucher posters that he had a, a couple years ago. I don't know if it was last season or the year prior. But tried to get a poster. He actually had a couple of nice dunks in this one regardless. But then Eubanks, I think it's Devin Eubanks. DeMar missed mm-hmm. the dunk. And then Eubanks comes back and just really comes in with the hammer. So, I don't know. Gillespie, I think he's been playing well. Nine points, eight rebounds for him, at three blocks. Right, the, the Raptors with centers have been looking nice. But, 
Tough when you get dunked on in, what is it, your fourth NBA game like that. <laughs> By a guy that you wouldn't suspect has that hops, like Eubanks. But he had two crazy blocks this game, too. Eubanks, not Gillespie. Gillespie had one crazy block, which we brought up. And he just doesn't look big out there, though. He looks like he has good size, but he is definitely an undersized center. Is Freddie Gillespie a poor man's Bosch? Obviously, uh, as an allusion or an uh, allusion to his hair, to the to the flow that he has going, similar to Ben's flow. So shout out to Absolute Waves for popping in the the super comment section there, Ben. I, I'm gonna say this. Let's. I still have a ton of stuff that I want to talk about, but I've been saving it for after because it's pretty. It's gonna go off the rails. I can tell. Let's get one final like spike. Whoever is disliking the comments or disliking the like section. What are you doing? Dislike the likes. Yeah, before we sound off the alarm, we're going to keep plugging this. 20k subscribers, we're on that road. You know, hop in the like section, get a little like spike on the go. Riker, we, we, I, I got the career high the other day. We need to really dedicate a video to really get those likes high. Hit that 400 likes on the live stream. But Peasant Place, before we even get into the alarm, people are wilding. Peasant Place is back with another super chat saying Freddy's a middle class Bosch and... Yes, that's a the way he's been playing. You can't say poor man's because he is certainly if he's getting eight rebounds for this Toronto Raptors team without a center, at least middle class Chris Bosh. But I don't know, Riker. We gotta before it goes too off the rails. We gotta we gotta play this segment. Woo woo woo. That's right, the final alarm has gone off, right, we're rocking out, and people, people, saying, are we 100 plus likes? Road to 100 likes, <laughs> get that yeah. like spike to 100 likes. Uh, Arco's, We've gone past 100, baby. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Uh, Arco's back with another super chat. Man, this man peasant going crazy, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, the super Peasant plays. Love it. And Arco, and Arco, matching the energy. You guys have been balling out, you know, I love it. But uh, Ronnie Penn saying I should get some cornrows. Yeah, I don't know if that's like it's the vibe. But I don't, th- I don't think that it is. I don't think that it is. Let me start it this way, Ben. Let me start it this way to say, hmm, somebody said, somebody said, we're only one striker one two three zero. We're only one game back of the play-in tournament. That concerns me, Ben, and we'll break that down. But. Mm-hmm. 10 teams, right? That's how many have the ability to potentially make the playoffs. Then it gets shortened down to eight on either side. Mm -hmm. Did you know that in the WNBA, a full conference, a full conference can make the playoffs? Why? Because only eight teams make the playoffs, but there's only 12 teams in the league. (laughs) So a full conference can get in because it's just based on the top eight records crazy ben play in tournament break it down real quick your 10 second opinion is it worthwhile at this point now that we have ken birch we have a legitimate center is it worthwhile to just try our luck in the play in tournament well danny danny's in the chat saying we're a top six seed with ken birch with a center and honestly i think with a center we could make some noise potentially again at least in the play in tournament depends who our matchup is in the actual playoffs but my thought process is if we can get to the bottom five seed, right? The bottom five seeds in the league. If we're going to tank, 
all out tank. Just do it, right? But if we're just going to end the season at the 11th seed, you may as well shoot for 10. You may as well just pass the Bulls. So you still, you know, you're decreasing your odds by maybe 4% of not getting in the top four. Fair enough. You sack that for a chance to at least make the playoffs. So I, I, I'm fine with being really bad. And I'm fine with really going for it. But I just don't want us to end up as the 11th seed. That's, that's my... That's my wave. I don't know if you want to say a take before we, we break down the super chat. Break down the super chat. Diego Palma. 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 Diego. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Diego Palma. Get my guys to 20k. Graciously appreciate the super chat and the plug. We're trying to get to those 20k subscribers. We've been plugging a lot more. Really appreciate it. But uh, Big heart. The next thing that I want to talk about. Oh, actually, this one is a pretty funny comment. Um, oh, where is it now? Jay. 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 The Bulls, it's funny. The Bulls are trying their hardest to win. And the Raps are trying their hardest to tank. And those two teams are going in the opposite direction. One of life's ironies, I guess. Again, this was a game that they could have blown it if they really wanted to. But I don't feel like watching this game that they were trying to lose. They wanted to win this one. It was pretty evident. I agree with Danny. I agree with you. They probably could compete at least with the bottom tier playoff teams with Kem Birch now as the starting center. I like that lineup. What concerns me is if Fred and Lowry come back, can that team still win? I don't know, Ben. Just if Fred and Lowry come know. back, can they still win? That's the team we've been losing with. We've been losing because we haven't had a center. If we had Fred and Lowry in this game, we would have blown these guys out the water. I don't know. I don't know. I think with a center, our team is actually nice. I think I played his little... I play, I'll play it again. Shout out Aaron Bands. But I think he's been just not the right fit for this team at the center position. That when he's out there, the defense doesn't really work out. Right? And then we play the super small ball. OG's playing out of position. Where we don't have that wing defense that we're used to. I think that's a big reason the Raptors lose. And then if we have that that sort of experience of Fred Van Vliet, Lowry on the court, we're going to be nice. We're going to be good. I think we're going to be too good to tank. I think it's also sort of exaggerated to the point where the Raptors have been, obviously had injuries or people recovering from health and safety protocols and stuff. right? And now they're resting... T- resting players Gary Trent Jr. was out tonight Fred Lowry all those guys have been out or intermittently over the past week or so so we're continuing to lose because we have people out you got the eyes going but I'm confident in this team if we're trying to go all out not against the Nets though not against maybe against the Bucks I would I would actually like to play the Bucks just because We've already beat them. We already beat them with the small ball lineup. And now you get a Birch, you get a Gillespie, you get guys that are willing to step in front of bigs. It could be a fun series. And I forget what his name was. I didn't commit it to memory, but he said, and it's the only argument that I've liked for not tanking was playoffs is fun. Playoffs is what you watch sports for as a sport fan, as a fan of a franchise. There's nothing more rewarding than to watch your team in the playoffs to win. And so if they have an opportunity now to at least think that they can kick the tire a little bit and compete or compete before they have to kick the tire, I think is how the expression goes. Why not? Yeah. Peasant plays. He's back. Ben, do you want to respond before we break it down? No, we'll talk about peasant plays. I want to talk about our ideal Raptor season, but I'm probably alone here, but I want us to get Marvin Bagley and you are not alone. 
we've been talking about Marvin Bagley for a while now. The question is, how much will he get paid when he comes up on restricted free agency? Because he has had injuries. He had, had has had a lot of weird stuff going on with Sacramento. But talent-wise, if you can get him for cheap, I definitely agree with that. Do you want to give your take on Marvin Bagley real quick? Yeah. Well, he's injured now, yeah. so. But, like, for next season. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the offseason. Again, I think it was a little bit too little too late with Masai Ujiri's moves. Maybe he thought he had something else cooking, but I am still excited for the offseason because, mm-hmm. to me, Ken Burch is already a guy I'd want to re-sign. Yeah. Everybody wants to re-sign Gary Trent Jr., obviously. He had the mad drip today. Jack was going crazy, thinking that he could rock the same outfit. <laughs> Bro, the sunglasses indoors? That's a, it was, you gotta have, he's a confident you gotta have confidence guy. Confidence to, to rock those sunglasses indoors. There's like mirrors on that. The shirtless open. It was a, Gary Trent Jr. is a stylish guy. All the Raptors IG posts. He's got like the baklava on, you know, for masks. Balaclava. Balaclava, baklava, whatever. You know, we've had this discussion. He's got the pastry it. on his face. <laughs> Sticking some pastries on his face. But Riker, what's your ideal Raptor season? Because. One thing that I wouldn't mind seeing, because I'm confident the Raptors can beat the Sixers. And maybe a, the Nets scare me a little bit, but maybe with an actual center now we could do something. Maybe Ken Birch just bullies their lack of big men defense. But the Raptors beat the Sixers a couple times or this season. I believe a couple times. They had one really nice win in the middle of the year when things were looking up. But if the Raptors make the 10th seed, we still have decent odds to get a draft pick with the new the new structure of the lottery. Assuming that's how it works, it's about your regular season record, how the lottery still happens, but and you still make the playoffs, you're still in the lottery, right? Assuming that's how it all works out. If the Raptors can win in the play-in tournament, right, beat whoever they got to beat as the 10th seed, then play the Sixers, get a few wins there, and then just see what happens, and still get Cade Cunningham, we could be the first team ever to make the finals. And well, get the a lot of pick. things need to go right a lot of things need to be very lucky and if we know one thing as Toronto Raptors that we're seldom lucky all of our victories have typically come off of a ton of grinding but let me throw it back to you you're saying what does an ideal season look like obviously the ideal season is another championship and if we're both saying that maybe they're going to win a couple games maybe the Bulls will keep sucking which looks like they will blows my mind but I'm 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 making myself laugh what you criticized me for saying for putting Vucevic in my my top five for a tanking team, and now all of a sudden, look you're what happened. Good on that one, bro. I validated myself, but Christopher Fung, he's an OG. He loves to pick fun at me and the toupee or the perm and all of that about Jenny. He's always very on the spot with the roasts. And somebody else said it as well. Uh, Predator Kingdom. Nope, not Predator Kingdom. Tristan F. They're asking again, Ben. If the the optimal season is to win the championship, and we're going to say that the Raptors are going to make the play-in, mm-hmm. assuming everybody's healthy, what is your starting five, and let's say your three bench guys? Well, starting five for sure. Pascal, OG, Fred Lowry. Is it Birch? Yep. Or oh, Trent, too. Oh, see, that's why I hate it because you know what's going to happen. Birch is going to go to the bench. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to get dominated in the first quarter. I don't I don't like the the one two tandem. And to me, Lowry goes to the bench and I've been calling for that for all season. I think that. I guess it can't be Fred at this point, can it? No, it can't be Fred. 
It can't be OG. OG's too good. OG's too good of. You might be right. You might. No, be but right. but I'm not right. You know what's gonna happen is just. Happen, but you're gonna you're gonna start the lineup that has brought us to the 22 and 32 record. You're gonna start the Lowry, Fred, OG, Siakam, and no Lowry, Fred, Trent Jr., OG, Siakam. That lineup is going to lose. <laughs> Man, that is that is crazy that we might and Lowry off the bench could be really nice. And I think that's where he'd go if he'd re-sign with this team in the future. But mm-hmm. that is a really interesting debate. We could honestly make a whole video on that. But it's it's tough to imagine Kyle Lowry, especially at this point, coming off the bench. But I just don't think it will happen, right? It, it's I don't know if Lowry would do that in the playoffs, especially where he's the the top dog, the main guy. And he's coming off looking for a contract. I don't even know if the Raptors would do that to him in a year where he's coming up looking for a big contract, trying to get those two years to $25 million. But I think if if it does happen, if we do make the play-in tournament, and this is all in theory because we're still playing the Kazoos right now. We're assuming that we're going to win some games. This could very well not happen. But I, I'd see it being Lowry and Fred being the 1-2 and Gary Trent Jr., but again, he's looking for a contract. The Raptors like to get their guys paid. But I think Trent would be the one moved to the bench, even though it, he shouldn't be. It would because he, yeah. he was coming from playing off the bench in Portland. So it wouldn't be a weird adjustment for him. And obviously he came in shooting 37 or 39% from three off the bench. So he could be that spark plug guy. The bench is looking a lot nicer if everybody's healthy because yeah. let's say you have Gary Trent Jr. off the bench, Malachi Flynn, Chris Boucher, Gillespie, Boucher and Utah. His proper position is just a whole nother. It adds a dimension to this Raptors team, right? Birch, Siakam, and Boucher. That back lineup, and then OG as your as your shooting guard. That's a mm-hmm. big lineup. That's a clamps lineup. Rotating Utah into that mix, right? Fred and Lowry are obviously dogs on the defense, and Trent is another guy that's in the defensive end that rocks out. So that's. Yeah, but I look at a team like who, if you were tenth and the every other standing holds, you play New York in the play-in tournament. You want a bigger lineup against New York. We just saw it. Why did they lose? It was a close game. They would have benefited from having a center fully. Siakam's playing forty chess with the tank. (laughs) Anyways, it's an interesting thought experiment. (laughs) It's an interesting thought experiment. We won't dive too deeply into that, but. there is a little bit more promise and we've been, we made the tank animation. We both said we're fully committed to the tank. We both said there's no point in turning around the season. You already have the core unit in place. I would assume you could re-sign Birch if you wanted to, you can re-sign Gary Trent jr. You can dump all of Lowry's $30 million. You can buy out Aaron Baines. You have a lot of flexibility this upcoming off season. We have a team option on, so he's, uh, Oh, we don't even need to buy him out. Yeah. I assume Aaron Baines, we won't be at, having many pylon segments next year and so race mode daily into the super chat you finished my sentence are we a couple i don't know uh <laughs> yo the way race mode daily has been in these super chats man this guy's a goat maybe we'll we'll have to <laughs> get put his name on a plaque and hang it that's what I, we should start doing the the well, goats we, we of the got, super chat got some stuff i'll make a plaque out put it onto the wall and literally hang or frame a plaque. But anyways, he's saying stop the tank, support the playoff push. That was my point. Ben, after all of this hullabaloo to finally say, let's commit to the tank. Two games in, I, I'm already, 
I are, I'm already convinced that we we should go for the playoff push again, just because why not? Well, we <laughs> it's more fun. We bought all in on the tank when the trade deadline passed, and the animation didn't come up when <laughs> the trade deadline passed, and Aaron Baines was still our starting center. That was when you and I really jumped to those conclusions. We didn't get Jang. We didn't get Olenek. We didn't get, who else, Drummond. I guess that was rumored at one point. We didn't get any of those guys. And we continue with this roster. And I'm definitely not saying the tank is over. Because the Raptors did lose with two centers this weekend to uh, the Atlanta Hawks. And both you and I didn't have a great look of that game. So this is our first real eye test with the center unit. And, you know, it... It's a small sample size, and the Spurs are also a team that's been struggling as well. They're under 500 at this point, and we do have a really tough schedule down the stretch. So, I'm not off the tank wagon. I'm not for sure, right, for sure about the, the playoff push, right, want us to win every game. But, especially with how difficult the schedule is, that's a big determining factor in this. I just don't want to see the Raptors in a situation where we're the 11th seed in the Eastern Conference, and we have our worst possible chance at a top pick. And we don't make the playoffs. That's the worst possible place you can be. But, you know, with the new lottery, yeah, you've got to tank or tank or don't is what you're saying. Yeah. Now, you can't get too hyped off of this win either, I guess, because the San Antonio Spurs are a game below 500. They're ninth seed in the West. So they're barely there. I do want to look at the upcoming games. I know that there's at least two against Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. There's one against who? Denver. There's a against who? the Clippers. Yep. I don't know if we... Let me just pull. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, there's, se- there's 17 games left into the season, so that's why we're also at a point now where you don't need necessarily need to be completely committed one way or another because you almost feel. I think Jack Armstrong brought it up on the broadcast that this is the point in time where the playoffs usually begin, right? Mid-April, right? This this date in a regular season, this is when the playoffs usually get going. So we're sort of wired to be like, okay, we kind of know what direction we should be in at this point, but. With 17 games left, a lot of stuff can happen. But I think, have, do you have the schedule pulled up there now? Yeah, I do. Tube okay. Dude 92, play-in tournament is so stupid for real. I disagree. Mark Cuban said the same thing too. He's like, normally you can rest players and get them ready for... No, that was the whole point of the play-in tournament was so that you're not resting players for the final 20, 20 games when it's a lock so that the final 20 games, people are buying tickets to watch. Like People want to watch the good guys. Yeah it's achieving its purpose 100% because if he's saying I can't rest my guys, NBA is like mission achieved. I didn't want you to, I don't want Luka Doncic sitting for the final 20 games of the season. No. And just before we dive into the schedule, this is something I also was pretty passionate about. The playing tournament should stay. I think it's very smart regardless of the years, because the the ninth and 10th seed, you look at a team like the Detroit Pistons or whatever, and, Right, that, that just gets stuck there. It's boring for your teams. The Raptors were in that position a, a lot when we were younger, right? Just being those between the, the ninth and 10th, you might make the eighth seed every now and then. But it's really motivating for those types of teams to, to have something to look for, to, to get excited about, right? The, a team like the Grizzlies last year that was in the playoff uh, playing tournament, played against the Blazers. Those were intense games. They help out young players' development. And then your Portland Trailblazers fan that has some injuries and stuff. You know, to see Damian Lillard go off in those moments, right? It's just, it's something to look forward to for the teams that aren't going to win a championship but want to make the playoffs. And obviously the Raptors are in a weird situation. We've made it for the past seven years, so maybe we're not going to be that excited for it. But I guarantee you, I don't know, a Chicago Bulls fan, 
right, that hasn't seen the playoffs in six years and wants to see Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic maybe have some sort of winning, they're going to love that stuff. So I'm all about it. I love the playing tournament. I think we should keep it, but... 100%. 100%. And single game eliminate. Well, they're not single game. They're best. Relative, they're relatively. higher seed wins one and then lower seed needs to win two. So the odds are still in your favor if you are the better team or the higher seeded team in the play in. But Ben, Orlando, you could win. Thunder, they're an optimized tanking team. Brooklyn, now, what's on the go with them? They hoard all the best players in the league and then sit and then only play them one by one. Yo, they man. only play one player out of five on any given night. Quick, uh, Conspiracy theory. Little little C word dropped. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have we bring this up on every podcast now, so we're gonna have to make a segment on it. Kyle Lowry wearing the Stefan Marbury shirt. Stefan Marbury wearing a Nets jersey. Kyle Lowry to the Nets confirmed this season. We're buying him out. He's going there. Shout out Stephen Marbury. I've wanted those Marbury shoes. He sold them for like 20 bucks. It was a philanthropic endeavor and it was super cool. Like he had this crazy life and he's done a lot of really interesting things. I think uh, he's worth a little bit of research. If you don't know who Stephen Marbury is uh, really revered over in China, I believe. And yeah, just a really cool, cool dude. Brooklyn, New York, you'd want to win a game like that. Uh, Cleveland, then Brooklyn again, Denver. So this is what we're saying with tough schedule. Utah, L.A., L.A. Clippers, L.A. Clippers again, Dallas, lot of tough games. So, Ben, we can't be off the tank yet because you'd have to win a couple of those in order to feel confident you could make something happen in the playoffs. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still playing the kazoos, folks. We're still on this side of things, but... You know, we're happy either way. People are saying we'll jump on the bandwagon if we go to the playoffs. Of course we're going to jump on the bandwagon if we're in the playoffs. We think if this team can get there, we're good, right, with the centers and stuff. But, I don't know. We got to have a little bit more convincing, even though we do jump around from place to place. But with new information, you got to update your opinions. You got to update your fun. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have to create that segment. I don't know. Riker, what's your bet at this point in the season? Do you think we make the, the play-in tournament? There's 17 games remaining, you said? Yep. I I wouldn't put it past the Raptors doing better over a 17-game stretch than the Chicago Bulls. Like, I'm, I'm shocked that we're worse than the Hornets, that we're worse than the New York Knicks, that we're worse than the Atlanta Hawks who are actually up in fourth. I mean, the East is weak outside of the one, two, three, the East is incredibly weak. So if the Raptors want to make the play in, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to. Yeah, I think, but what's your bet? You saying we both agree that if we want to, we can, but we've been resting guys. We've been doing this, doing that. Do you think it's going to happen, Riker? Yep. You think it's going to happen? I do think it's going to happen. That's my official bet. Five bucks. Five bucks? Right here, right now. I will give it back to a fan. Five bucks to a fan. If they make the playoffs, I'll pick one at random. I'll e-transfer you the money. Yeah, I'm also on the... If I had to put money on it, I would definitely agree that the Raptors are going to make the play-in tournament. I don't think... I think the team is too talented not to, especially now that we have the position that we just struggled in the whole year filled. That would be my expectation. But if the Raptors continue to really push hard and rest everybody, then, or play uh, play our guy, Aaron Baines, a little bit more, we definitely can tank. It's definitely possible. But we'll see what's what's going to occur. 
I don't know. The the chat's been going wild. Apparently, we're four more likes to 150. Should we get a little like? Two more likes. Two more likes? We're two. We're two more likes. There's 400 people in this chat. Let's get a little like spike going. Get the Let's, like, spike, 395. Spike, Let's spike, get spike, it right. Spike. <laughs> get that like, little chat going. Like, spike. Like, spike. ASMR like Spike. <laughs> should should we make an ASMR video? That's the real question. People have been asking no. for it. No. No. Man. Blue week. I want five dollars in Bitcoin. <clears throat> Are you on the Bitcoin bandwagon, Riker? I didn't even think it was possible to buy Bitcoin. I thought they're like ten thousand dollars a coin or something like that. I've no, never six, looked into You can it buy it in like. pieces and stuff. You buy like little bits of a Bitcoin. I worked at a I worked at a crypto startup for two years. You want me to? I gotta. I'm holding a bit of Dashcoin, a bit of Ethereum, a bit of bit of Bitcoin. So, you know, jeez, this guy, Ben. Let me tell you this exciting news. You're hearing it for the first time. I didn't even get to tell you about it excitedly before the video started. Mm-hmm. So, sexiest man in the NBA, Kelly Oubre. Hands down, everybody yeah. would agree. No That's just cares. a fact. Yeah. His shoes, Shea Gilgis Alexander, the brand. You know him, Converse. And they haven't rocked with an actual basketball shoe in a while, but they've come out with one. I think last year was the drop, the Converse BB Pro All-Star, all white. I've been looking for them. They didn't ship to Canada. Now I got them discount, 100 bucks, all white. Some they Kelly, look Kelly clean. Oubre, some Kelly Oubre's. And then, Ben, to top it off, 80 bucks, also on discount. The same shoes that Boucher was wearing tonight. Puma's in the basketball game now. Jeez. They're called Peacoats. Also, all white with a little slash of blue going down the side. Oh man, our games are gonna be—they're gonna be icy. Bruh, you're getting those kicks. We really gotta get these games cooking. You know, I, I'm rocking. I got a nice pair. I got the Demar Kobe fives in my in my bag right now. But we have a, we have another super chat, so I'll quickly bring that up before we dive too much into the the, the shoe game talk. But the bench bench mob, there could definitely be a bench mob in the making, but. You know, I don't know. Freddie, Boucher, Malachi, things are things are looking good. But we appreciate the super chat race mode daily. But yeah, no the the Kobe fives. I'm a, I'm exclusively Kobe. Yeah, That's- dude, the Kobe fives are the nicest ones. They're the nicest ones. They're just the best shoe ever made, in my opinion. See, they're good. No, that, for sure. Sixes are nice. I have a pair of sixes that are a little bit worn out. But uh, my favorite ever were the eights and nines. I tore my ACL in a pair of nines, and so I'm just never gonna wear them again. But uh, but the eights, I, I want a new pair of eights. If we get a super chat for the eights, people are saying I'm a, people are saying I'm a money launderer because I worked at a, <laughs> a Bitcoin uh, company. You know, uh, you guys got him. But unfortunately, now you he's gonna get cuffed and. <laughs> The Raptors Digest is over, so you've spoiled the fun. Also, people are saying, Kelly Oubre, sexiest man, LOL. Yeah, he is. And I also got the second sexiest man, Chris Boucher's signature shoe. So don't even worry about it. Spreading the love. Boucher's form, man. Is that not the sexiest form in the league? The catapult? (laughs) The catapult going off? Oh, man. I think I I got a dislike just for... (laughs) saying the word sexy on a basketball podcast but that's it we're close to 200 hopefully we can cap it off at two before we finish because it's been an hour going my mom's upstairs sleeping again i gotta apologize i know (laughs) should we get a like spike chant to wake up your mom are we getting that (laughs) 
You got it all say it in spirit. Like Spike, like Spike, like Spike. Do it in honor of uh of Riker's mom. <laughs> we'll make it weird down the stretch, but you know the the Raptors, they're looking nice. Ben's a secret criminal life. You know, I I've been money laundering this this super chat money for uh for Riker. Again, we're just saying too many buzzwords. That's and, gonna ping. It's gonna red flag our channel. In uh, in Dogecoin, that's that's the vibe. Someone, uh, John Doe asked if I tore my ACL, and uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, not a good look. Shout out Jamal Murray, praying for the guy. Hopefully he he bounces back. But yeah, so someone, I I what happened to the guy that was asking for my OnlyFans? I kind of let him rock with it. I didn't. He's back. He's back. Is that is this a JPEG? It was some guy with a moose. A moose. Oh. A moose hmm. picture originally maybe maybe it's that but i don't know ben with only fans the sexy digest people are talking <laughs> kelly Uber i don't said, think we're gonna hit <laughs> get a like hop send a like if you think gillespie is girthy we might get some unlikes from that but <laughs> uh i've seen the unlikes we just dropped about 50 ben so let's drop let's stop while we're hot here call it an evening call it an evening Riker, it's twelve thirty here. This is certainly not an evening. I don't know what world you're in right now. The lights are coming off, <laughs> guys. What? How many likes are we at? One eighty-five. One eighty-five. Riker needs to get to bed. Everyone knows it's Riker's bedtime, so get a little like spike in honor of Riker, in honor of the Converse shoes, in honor of the Raptors potentially making the playoffs or getting. Kate Cunningham, Mobley. They're they're falling out of our brains. I was designing a, a fade for Kate shirt earlier, and now who knows? Who knows? But we'll have a lot of fun segments coming. But get that little like spike cooking, right? Like spike, like spike. You gotta record. They're not. It's not gonna happen unless you get the chant going as well. I don't know how you got three hundred, four hundred likes in one video on the solo. I've lost well, sleep it was over the it. Balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're gonna have one of these videos coming up for just to optimize likes to get things cooking i'm not sure where we're at right now four dislikes that's a that's wild people are asking me to plug six dislikes the, plug the only fans apparently you can make good money off that i don't think guys can i don't know you can find a way <laughs> we're we're influencers right here are we <laughs> ronnie penn says raptors digest after dark that's 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 something to look forward to in the off season we'll do really late live reactions surprisingly our best view time is is like 1 to 2 a.m or 2 to 3 a.m it's it's... extremely late later than you'd expect on one of our first videos i've seen him in a few i forget his name i know his profile picture but uh i think it's toronto man or something said uh we have soothing voices to to go to sleep to put people to sleep they enjoy listeners to go to bed so you know maybe maybe we gotta have those asmr late night videos rocking those out but uh 192 likes we need eight more. 193 eight dislikes so we're averaging the total amount of interactions in the like section to be 200 i think yeah shout out raptors digest after dark i think this is a natural plan to end it ben i gotta i gotta hit the gotta hit the pillow hit the pillow right so we might have to you're, we're getting so many segment ideas, so we just need the, the Riker alarm. Hold on down the stretch. Three minutes to go. There's dislikes happening because you don't like Bitcoin Riker. And we got another super chat from Apotomize. Yeah, you, <laughs> I don't have the animation rocking there. How much do I need to donate for Ben to cut his hair? And 
it's gonna have to be a lot. I've been growing this out throughout the COVID season. You know, I'm liking the look of it. When I blow dry it, it looks a, a lot nicer. Someone said I should get corn rolls earlier in this uh, in this pod. But uh, to any uh, to any woman's in the chat, let me know what what you believe is the vibe. Riker was roasting the hair earlier on, but I think it's a uh, I think it's caught on. I think I could apply for the NHL draft at this point, Riker. <laughs> you good. Let's call it a night. <laughs> we we hit two hundred likes. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Are you not? See, this is the energy, Ricky. You need to amp up the energy. You want to get three hundred and fifty likes. You know, it's <laughs> we got it. We got the balloons going. Anyways, we ended up this podcast a little bit wild, a little bit, a uh, little bit going. But you guys, blue week. What? He did my kryptonite. One sheep, two sheep, three. <laughs> the kryptonite then. Count the right. sheep. You know, people got the hair rocking. People are talking about the hair, so I gotta do a little hair flip. But you guys are the best to make this fire. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Raptors Digestatia for the best articles on the Raptors and TikTok. No TikTok nice. dance before you go to bed, Riker. No, not for me, Ben. <laughs> it's later here in, than it is in Ontario, but, you know, you guys are the best. JPEG is saying three more hours. Riker, you in? <laughs> Let me sign it off. <laughs> you in for three more hours? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it? No. No. <laughs> Good night, everyone.